0: welcome to episode number 20 of the raw food podcast i'm your host laura jane the Rotarian, and in this episode we're going to talk about something that most of you will think is very scary and horrible sounding but it's so delicious and you need to be introduced to it do you want to know what it is it is s- soup <laughs> Raw soup made in your blender, sounds gross. Didn't have it myself for like the first three years, but you just have to try it. Stay tuned and I will tell you why. Running me on this episode 20 of the Raw Food Podcasts 2.0. It's very exciting for me to be at this milestone. It sounds little, but then if you think about it, it's, it's a lot of talking and I'm just excited to be at this milestone. So I thought I would, last episode we were talking all about cake, which everybody loves cake, and I wanted to talk about something that everybody is freaked out of, and I was too, and that is raw soup. But I think it's only going to take one raw soup to really change your mind. If you like general soup, if you liked, you know, tomato soup or um, cream of celery soup or cream of mushroom soup or all different kinds of regular soups, you'll probably like raw soup too. And I have what I think I'm going to do is first just give you a couple of random tips that are just like all about raw soup. Then we're going to talk about a few different actual soup recipes that'll give you an example of how to make them but really we're just going to go through one soup recipe actually but the way my soup recipes are anyway they're very similar so like for example if you're going to make cream of mushroom soup or cream of red pepper soup the instructions are basically the same it's just that you're going to use mushrooms in one and red pepper in the other but first i just want to debunk a few raw soup myths And one of the common mistakes that people make, and they make this mistake with salad as well, when they're first trying a new type of eating, they think that, and this is me getting on my high horse, but it's a lesson that I learned the hard way, that the more flavors you add to something, the better, right? So if you're going to make a soup in your blender, why not blend up broccoli and celery and green pepper and mushrooms and onions and leeks and kale and spinach and, Ooh, yeah, the more the merrier. Ooh, no. (laughs) The more random flavors, the weirder it gets and it's going to be kind of (laughs) gross. So, the, what you really want to do, and this it does go with salads as well. I mean, if you put every vegetable under the sun in a salad, it's kind of disgusting. Not disgusting, but like, it, what flavor are you tasting? What is it? It just, all the flavors combine into sort of strange nothing. And you may have heard me use this analogy before about making colors. When you combine all the colors on the under the rainbow, you know, red, green, blue, orange, whatever other colors... It doesn't make a fabulous color. It makes brown and that's the same with the flavors. So it definitely goes the same with soup. You will notice that in my soup recipes, we have mushroom soup and really all that's in it is like predominantly mushrooms and some additional stuff and then more mushrooms. So you really wanna be careful about combining everything. So that's something that's really important to understand. And for example if you maybe tried to make a raw soup and got freaked out or it was bad it was probably because there was way too many flavors going on so that's key point number one point number two is raw soups are made in the blender and really all that happens is you put your ingredients in the blender you blend and I tend to let my soups blend for much longer than a smoothie because especially if you have a good blender like I do it's going to heat up and so I like to make my soups right away, meaning I would like to eat my soups rather right away rather. So if I want to have some soup for lunch, I'm going to put all the ingredients in my blender. I'm going to blend it up and let it blend a little bit longer so it gets nice and not like super hot, but it gets, you know, warm-ish. And then I'm going to pour it in a bowl and then I'm going to eat it right then. I'm not going to put it in the fridge because I don't really like like a fridge cold soup. So I like to have it fresh and that's something that's nice as well. Some people, uh, if you're really freaked out of a cold soup, you could put it slightly in a pot and warm it up. I don't do that myself at all, but I mean, if you just slightly take the cold edge off for some reason, if you had to refrigerate it or whatever, you could do that. I don't, but it's definitely an option. So really, And the other key thing which you will see when I go through the specific recipe that I'm going to go through, again, this is my soup recipes, because when I find something I just like it and I continue doing it again and again. Here's what we do. We put a bunch of crap in the blender and we blend it and then it makes a traditional soup. We pour that into a bowl. But to give it more interesting and more texture, we also have some chunkies (laughs) mix in type things. So we've made this soup in our blender and then we've held aside some vegetables and I'll go through this in the example, but then into our soup, we just have like, we, you know, take a handful of these slightly very small diced vegetables and throw it in there. And then it gives it really interesting texture because it's much more interesting to have a soup with stuff in it, as opposed to just like pureed kind of soup stuff. So that's a little bit of a general overview. Again, at therawtarian.com, which is my website, you can get all of the recipes that I'm talking about for free, but basically that's the gist of soups. (laughs) Um, yes. So let's just go through this soup recipe. So I'm just gonna pull it up on my computer. And what we're gonna go over today is raw red pepper soup. And it's very simple and very easy. And the concept, if you think, oh, I hate red peppers, the general concept is that you can, okay, you don't like red peppers, but you like, um, I don't know, celery soup? Just in your brain, when I say red pepper, substitute celery, And then you will get the gist of how my soup recipes work. But I I have a whole bunch of soup recipes. Like I have a celery soup recipe written out, but okay, I'm rambling. So raw red pepper soup. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to put a cup of red peppers into our blender, just roughly chopped. We're going to add some cashews. So that's going to give us a fabulous creaminess if you some reason can't do cashews because of a nut allergy or whatever you could use um, avocado as a substitution and the reason we add these cashews or the avocado is to give it fabulous thickness and satisfying weight and creaminess so that is the whole purpose of the cashews in there we're also going to add in addition to our chopped red pepper and our Third of a cup of cashews. We're gonna add some water, half a cup. We're gonna throw in a pinch of sea salt, maybe like half a teaspoon. And that's all we're gonna do. And we're just gonna blend the crap out of the soup until it's super, 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 super smooth. And maybe even let it go a little longer to warm it up a little bit, just to take that edge off if everything's been in the fridge. And then we're done. And then what we're going to do is pour the soup into a bowl. But in the recipe, you will have noticed, which because you're not looking at it, you would not have noticed, but I noticed that as part of the recipe ingredients, it also has an additional item that says half a cup of a more red pepper. So in this example, what we have is we made all this soup in the blender, but then we have sitting you know on our cutting board still is half a cup of chopped red pepper and then we're going to throw that chopped red pepper in our bowl and that way we have a soup picture it here folks sort of an orangey red beautiful creamy looking soup and then there's a little sounds gross but i explain it but it looks fabulous little like chunks of red pepper that give it nice texture so that is the general concept of how i like to eat my raw soups so you'll notice that there's only one vegetable in that and it tastes fabulously of red pepper and of course you don't want to use green pepper because green pepper the main difference between red and green pepper is that red pepper is sweet it's been um, ripening a lot longer and green is kind of like the unripe red pepper so you don't green pepper soup is not really good so you don't want to do that But on my website, I do have, let me think, tomato soup. And all of the concepts are different. I mean, sometimes the ratio of liquid might be a bit different because, for example, tomatoes are a lot wetter than mushrooms, for example. But I have celery soup, tomato soup, mushroom soup, red pepper soup. I'm not looking at my list here. I should be. Um, I think I have broccoli soup. And I know I got a request for a spinach soup recipe and I haven't made that yet, but that might be on my horizon. But anyway, that's the general concept of the soups. I know that my, I actually said that for the first three years I didn't make soup and that's not true. I did make, I won't say whose recipe it was, but I made someone's soup recipe out of a raw cookbook that I had, maybe in the first year of being raw. And it was horrible. And it was weird because that recipe had something crazy like, half a cup of olive oil or something and it was just like terrible. I don't normally rag on other people's recipes but I had kind of like a few bad soup experiences and the thing that turned the corner for me actually was my mother-in-law. I forget it might have been there was some occasion like it was Thanksgiving or or something and she made raw uh, a celery soup And I was kind of like, oh, thanks, this looks delicious. Like, ugh. and then I tasted it and it was so good. And then that really changed my mind. And the thing with that recipe that she introduced me to as well, was it was pretty similar in that it was really just like celery and a bunch of other stuff. So yes, that that gives you a general overview of it. I should probably um, maybe just end it there because I know I have a really terrible rambling tendency. And in terms of the way that I actually incorporate um, soup into my raw life, it's definitely something that is fast to make. So it's really perfect if you're wanting to just like whip something up fast. Um, so it's really handy. I usually maybe have it for lunch and usually my recipes anyway, like the red pepper recipe that I just shared with you, it is definitely just kind of like one large serving for one person you can definitely double it if it fits in your blender okay um yeah I would say one kind of slightly smallish meal size or you could split it between two people but that would be really quite small and usually for me I, I find it slightly boring to just have soup for lunch or dinner so I might have soup and a salad or soup and some raw crackers with some sprouts and tomatoes on it or something like that but it's really nice and handy and fast and I think that red pepper soup it was most recent soup recipe that I posted on my website and I was actually quite surprised at the positive reaction because um, I find most of you guys get more excited about the sweets but that one did seem to be um, pretty popular and I think it is probably the fact that it is just so simple. Has really just the one flavor and I think that that's really the key to having a good soup is just going with one flavor and then really just experiencing that flavor in such a, a nice intense way so that's a little bit about soup and I really do like my tomato soup recipe as well I think it's basically quite similar I think it uses fresh tomato and maybe like one sun-dried tomato or something like that um, yeah, tomato soup is good. And my mushroom soup is really good too. They're all good. But I, as you know, probably from listening to my podcasts or visiting my website and, and checking out my recipes, I definitely like to recreate these sort of traditional <laughs> trashy type foods that that I liked. So I used to just love like Campbell's tomato soup, you know, and crumbling some crackers in that. That would be just something that I really used to enjoy. So I definitely try to replicate those Those kind of less than gourmet, gourmet flavors, but that's just my style. And probably if you're listening to me, maybe you have a similar palate to me as well. So this is a shorter episode and I don't know if you can hear little rumbling noises. I got a little dog and he is probably about seven months old and he's like chewing a bone. (laughs) He won't go away. So that is what that little noise is. He stopped. Maybe he knows I'm talking about him. No, he's starting again. But that's really overall the soup situation. So as you can hear, I'm running out of things to say about soup. That's really all there is to say. I really appreciate you being here with me on the Raw Food Podcast. If you have suggestions for recipes that you'd like um, me to create on my website at therawtarian.com or subject matter that you like to hear about on this podcast, I would love to hear from you. You can just email me. My email is lj for Laura Jane at therawtarian.com. Also, as you know from my past, well, a few episodes ago, I had a couple of guests on and that was so fun to do. So if you would like to be a guest or if you have a special request that I uh, interview somebody on the show, I would love to do that. Definitely looking for people who are very involved in the raw food world, raw food chefs or people that have had an amazing life transformation with raw food. I'd love to talk to someone like that. That would be really fun. So again, I'm trying to prolong this, and I don't know why, so I'm just going to cut it off and say thank you so much for, for being here with me, and I'll talk to you soon. You have been listening to the Raw Food Podcast with your host, The Rotarian. Be sure to visit me at therawtarian.com where you can browse over 100 of my absolute favorite simple, satisfying raw vegan recipes that you'll find pretty quick to make and with just a few ingredients and that taste amazing. While you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter. And once you've signed up for that, you'll automatically get a PDF copy of 11 of my most favorite, most satisfying, most delicious recipes, including raw vegan Alfredo sauce, raw brownies, and a whole host of other delicious recipes that you can make at home that are raw and taste amazing. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope to hear from you very soon. And until next time, enjoy your raw adventure.